Good morning. It is Saturday, September, uh, excuse me, de December 3rd, uh, 2022. We're close to the new year. Woohoo! It's uh, beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere I go, and it is just absolutely wonderful. I love the uh, the blow-up Santas that are waving at me as I'm driving around. Uh, it's uh, It peps me up. <laughs> Uh, including all of the uh, the lights, the the lights that everybody's doing, the uh, lawn decors, uh, the nativity scene. I'm glad that there's still people um, posting their their religious pride uh, through their through the nativity scene. I'm I'm very grateful. But right now, what I'm going to focus on is uh, the September. Excuse me. The uh, Supreme Court agrees to decide on. Biden stalled student debt forgiveness, student loan forgiveness plan. Okay, this came out on the LA Times under a guy named David Savage. I think I've I think I've heard of this reporter uh, before, to, but to give him credit where credit is due, this guy has uh, done a uh, uh, an article on the uh, student loan forgiveness plan. It came out yesterday, December second. And the very end of the article is where I'm actually going to start. Um, it starts with White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. This program is necessary to help over 40 million eligible Americans struggling under the burden of student loan debt recover from the pandemic and move forward with their lives. That was at the very end of the article. But I honestly believe that it's a good thing to bring up right now uh, at the very beginning because I'm going to be bringing up bringing it up throughout this entire segment uh, because it's th it that's the main goal that's the main thing to remember what's the main thing to remember once again this program is necessary to help over 40 million eligible Americans struggling under the burden of student loan debt recover from the pandemic and move forward with their lives Okay, that that alone should say yes to the bill. Okay, so what happened? Well, going all the way back to the very beginning of the article, Thursday, the Supreme Court refused an emergency appeal to immediately revive President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan, but agreed to rule early next year on its legality. The justices, I don't see how that's illegal, but let's see here. The justices left in place an appeals court ruling that has put the program on hold. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I burped. Um, I think that's very stupid. There is nothing illegal about something that uh, that recovers, uh, helps 40 million eligible Americans, you know, who are struggling uh, the student loan debt and recover from the pandemic and help move forward their lives. There's nothing illegal about that. Uh, and, and I'll get to why people are opposing, but I'm going to first get back to the article. Anticipating such a move by the count, uh, by the court, the administration last week extended its uh, pause for borrow borrowers to resume making monthly pay repayments at least until June 30th. Okay, that's how long the pause is going. And I think that's pretty damn smart because the key word being the debt crap. Okay. 
the, the keyword being paused because of the debt crap. You know full well how these companies work, even in the educational field, even in the education industry. You know, anything concerning a loan and it involves banking, it involves money. Uh, if there's a pause or whatever, uh, if you know, if there's no pause authorized by the government or this current administration, you know, all those banks and, and whatever that are offering all these loans, all these loan offices, they're taxing more and more fines. They're tacking on more fees, more fines, despite the fact that they know full well that there's an inflation problem going on and that there's a, there's, there's a high in, uh, increase in payments to anything and everything. Even they know full well that everybody with these loan, uh, with these loans are, are switching from brand name to generics. They know full well what's going on. People are losing houses. People are losing their automobiles. People are losing uh, jobs. And you expect them to still pay, these, these loan offices still expect students to pay the loans and the late fees and whatever charges they can get away with doing. So the administration extending the pause uh, uh, for borrowers you know, to resume making monthly repayments at least until June 30th, that's smart. That's a very good way to go. Back to the article. By then, the courts will have to have a handed down a ruling, you know, at least by that time. Now, they said earlier next year. The administration is giving them till June 30th, for Christ's sake, you know. There should be no re technically there should be no reason for the courts to have to stop and re-examine any of this crap to begin with. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to the reasons to that at the end of this when I do my summary. Okay, going back to the uh, the article. Get this: twice in the last year, the courts conservatives rejected Biden's use of the pandemic to extend his regulatory powers twice in his very first year okay the courts with all of these so-called conservatives who are proud americans and and they're conservative enough for the benefits of america they rejected biden's use of the uh of the pandemic to extend his regulatory powers and what do i mean by that well the pandemic put a hold on eviction bans okay put a ban on evictions okay the pandemic uh, allowed a lot more vaccine uh, vaccine mandates. Uh, the pandemic was also helpful to uh, veterans who were students, veterans that were on a college plan. They didn't have to pay and all this good stuff while we were toughing it out with this pandemic crap, while they were forced to be stationed at whatever station that they were at where they were nowhere near the military banks to make their payments while they were nowhere near their schools to make their uh, to make get their education okay there was a forgiveness even for student vets because of the pandemic okay and now we've got the student loan forgiveness plan that the courts are saying well now hold on hold on we need to check the legalities of this and they don't really specify as to what because they're not saying by comparison to the vets or, or anybody in, in serving in the military right now, you know, 
because those in the military, they're at least serving their country, etc., etc. You know, but that's not what the, the courts are saying. They're just saying they want to uh, they want to question its legality, okay? Which is dumb because there was no need to question the legality of the uh, evictions ban. There was no need to question the legality of the vaccine mandates, even though they did. They still threw up a shit fit. They listened to all of the shit uh, fit shit blah, blah, blah. shit fitters. <laughs> they still listened to all of the shit fits and and declared it doesn't have to be an emergency if whoever's in charge of that particular part of the U.S. says so. Okay. They still rough. They still mucked things up, like the way they're mucking things up right now. They're mucking up the the, the Supreme Court image. They're mucking up the actual uh, 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 judiciary ways of America by mucking things up with the student loan forgiveness plan, the way they did before with student vets, the way they did before with vaccine mandates, the way they did before with the evictions ban. That's what's going on right now. Okay. How did this happen? Well, one of the ways was six Republicans, their names I haven't gotten yet, but six Republican state attorneys sued and argued Congress never authorized the government to forgive student loans. Okay? Uh, something that, that, that total, that's totaled up to 40, $400 billion. Okay? The Congressional Budget Office stated this. Okay? Six Republicans out of the Congressional Budget Office, uh, state attorneys, they sued and argued that Congress never authorized the government to provide student loans. They're using a quote from Nancy Pelosi last year, where Nancy Pelosi tried uh, participating in everybody's bipartisanship along with Biden. Nancy Pelosi said last year, it would take an act of Congress, not an executive order, to cancel student loan debt. People think president has the power of uh, debt forgiveness. He does not. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Here's the catch, though. Here's the thing. These Republicans, these state attorneys who said, well, Nancy Pelosi said that Biden couldn't do it. The president can't do it off of his own free will. It has to go through Congress. Nancy Pelosi said it. Nancy Pelosi said it. But here's the thing. Nancy Pelosi was with the Biden administration uh, uh, pitching the loan forgiveness plan to everybody, including Congress, during the time that she was saying it. Back to the article. Bills were introduced in Congress to authorize the loan forgiveness, but no action was taken on them. No action. Okay. So now a year later, here we got this build. It's already set. It's already ready to start forgiving everybody. And the Supreme Courts are following along with what six Republicans, state attorneys who say, well, Congress never authorized it. That being said, you know, we can't really blame the Biden administration for trying to pass this bill as an executive action because of the simple fact that the bills were already introduced in Congress to authorize the loan forgiveness but again no action was taken on them they rejected them 
they turned them down. As I said earlier in this, um, earlier in this thing where um, it had already been rejected and stuff like that, and and it would, this, which is the reason why the this was anticipated uh, by the administration. Ergo, the reason why the uh, pause for the borrowers had to be extended all the way to at least uh, June of June 30th of next year. Okay, the court's conservatives rejected Biden's uh, use of the pandemic to extend his regulatory powers. Okay, bills were introduced in Congress to authorize loan forgiveness, but no action was taken on them. Coming up to uh, close to the end of this article, there's a question facing those trying to block Biden in court. Whether they have a legal standing to do so, it is uncertain that they have a claim to sue that would be that would be uh, harmed, that they would be harmed by Biden's plan. And that right there is a total BS out of it all. We already seen how productive the evictions ban was, okay? We already saw the benefits of vaccine mandates, okay? The vaccine mandates, something that we were supposed to tackle at the very beginning uh, uh, of, of uh, President Biden's administration term. It was called herd immunity. And now here we are coming up to 2023 and we're finally at least 75% of American uh, of the country fully vaccinated. Okay. The only reason why we still have a threat lingering or looming or sneaking up or creeping up or possible is because of the uh, uh, 25% of America that is not vaccinating. Okay? This country, it took three years instead of three months or three weeks, you know? It took three damn years, but nevertheless, you know, we've got that herd immunity now. And if everybody had just cooperated with the vaccine mandates that were done in early 2021. If everybody had just cooperated back then, I mean, this would have been a virus to laugh off. It would have been one that we would have snubbed off no differently than we did the Zika virus, the uh, Zika flu, the flu, uh, pig swine, the, the swine flu, uh, bird flu, H1N1. You know, for some oddball reason, we went through all of those viruses that are capable of killing a person, we go, we all cooperated and toppled it over and toppled over those viruses. But by the time we got to the one that could pass from mouth to mouth by way of passing through a short distance in the air, uh, for some reason, everybody decided to become ignorant to it and, and, and close their ears, close their eyes, cover their ears and not listen and say, no, this challenge is not... Uh, is not real when in fact the fact of the matter was is that it was real and now we're looking at the benefits of herd immunity now we're looking at the benefits of everybody finally getting a vaccination whenever they feel the, the, so crappy so back to this article Biden's use of the pandemic to extend his regulatory powers being rejected twice last year by the court's conservatives, you know, 
I, I still have a problem with this thing being questionable of its legalities. You know, I got a problem with uh, with these people now using an attempt for bipartisan to be used to backfire, to throw back at our country because of what uh, Nancy Pelosi said, quoting one, quoting Nancy Pelosi and any other politician who is trying to get this passed by way of bipartisanship to where both parties can agree upon, you know, instead taking a speech uh, of bipartisan and using it to throw it back at, at this administration's face, in turn, throwing it back at our country, throwing it back at our at the people of America. Remember, over 40 million eligible Americans with $400 billion in debt that they can't get out of. We straighten that out with them. We go back to restoring the economy. It's one step. It's not the entire thing, but it's one step closer to restoration. Which, which brings me to why these legalities and all this stuff and all, you know all, everything that I was saying, I'll get back to that, I'll get back to that. Well, now I'm back to it and I've, I've went up and down this article which just reveals proof of the GOPs and the conservatives, uh, Republicans, BS, and any organization that backs them up is proof of just being nothing but hate organizations, you know, because because it's just downright stupid when you have somebody saying, well, we need to question the legality and then turning over and saying, well, uh, Pelosi said it can't be done by an executive order. It has to be done by uh, an act of Congress. So we're going to sue and claim th uh, that this is un-American because it hasn't been done by an act of Congress and all this other crap, despite the fact that we've rejected and turned down and have d actually done no action, uh, committed no action to, uh, to, to do anything about to look into this at all. Okay, all of this is just proof that the right wing, the opposition, right wing, the conservatives, the Republicans, and every single organization, be it from a religious one where churches are gathering together to spit on uh, our American government, all the way down to some hate group that's got more than enough money and more than enough land to practice and do drills of insurrection with their guns, their body armor, their gas, their tear gas, their grenades, and, and uh, uh, in some cases, some hate groups, a chopper with a machine gun on it and, you know, all this other crap. You know, this is just proof of, of all of the opposition's BS, especially after they ultimately revealed, ultimately revealed, they're not even sure of this doomsday prophecy that, that, that they claim to sue that this uh, Biden's plan will actually harm us. They're not sure. They're uncertain. They're uncertain that they have any claim to sue that they would be harmed by Biden's plan. Their words. They didn't do anything. They didn't participate. They didn't even look at the bill. And now, right when it's coming closer and closer to the deadline, 
they're suing the government saying, well, this was all inappropriate and stuff like that. Right now, when Biden says, well, let's pass this anyway, they're all, all of a sudden uh, declaring um, defenders of justice saying, whoa, whoa, you can't do this. You can't do this. Pelosi herself said that. It would take an act of Congress, not an executive order, to cancel student loan debt. Okay? Now, all of a sudden, the opposition is caring about our country. Now, all of a sudden, it's caring about relieving the economy through student loan debt. And how would it relieve the economy? Well, for it goes back to the debt crap. It goes back to the debt crap where, where all these loan offices through the education and in the name of the Board of Education, in the name of the education uh, whatever, will we'll place late fees, will have um, call collection calls and do nothing but try to hustle these students into paying more, 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 more. And then service fees... Kind of like the way the legal justice system is when you go to court to either plead guilty or pay your fine, you're still stuck with another bill for the for the courts uh, uh, having to uh, uh, process your your plea of guilty or plea of uh, your your fine, you know, for services. You know, you thought you were done with it as soon as you paid. You went to court and you paid your your fines, and then later on you get that bill saying, "Well, now we have to fine you." for services of accepting your fee for going to court, the court services, you know, that's exactly, now, now use that same type of policy and procedures into the education industry. And that's exactly what we're looking at with these uh, student loan offers, offices. They go back to, well, we had to call, we're calling you because we have to find you. And then later on, we're calling you to find you uh, for having to make that call. And then comes one more fine. You know, we're finding you for the reminder. Okay. That kind of babbling bullcrap is what is listed as just business. And it's what you agreed to, the, or at least the, uh, the student agreed to, when they signed on that agreement line, on that signature line, you know, to get this loan for their education. And and now here's this here's the the uh, back to the messed up part. The Supreme Court refuses an emergency appeal because of questioning on its legality for forgiveness. The administration is forgiving these students because they can't get out of that babbling bull crap that the loan offices are doing. And the Supreme Court is asking, well, wait, is this legal? Six Republicans, state attorneys, sued Congress for saying, whoa, 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 this isn't legal. You can't, you can't authorize loan forgiveness. Despite the fact that you brought it to us twice uh, in, the, in the courts, and a couple of times last year to Congress, you know, we didn't take action on it. We didn't even look at it. You want to approve it anyway? You want to make it an executive order? Well, that's where we have to draw the line. 
And that and and to top it all off, to top it all off, it's uncertain that they have any claim to sue that they would be harmed by Biden's plan. They're saying it's an economic disaster. Despite the fact that we, the people, want this to pass because we can see that form of restoration, economic restoration, in over 40 million eligible Americans struggling through the burden of student loan debt and recovering the pandemic and moving forward with their lives, as I stated at the very beginning. And there's some opposition that says, well, that's not fair. Because there, yeah, there are people that went, that got the loan, went to college, went to work, and paid the debt, and now they're doing successful and all this other crap. And that's true. That's true. Of course, you got to realize student loan forgiveness plan doesn't concern them. It concerns those that are drowning and can't get out. It's not to say that they're getting an easy, they're going on easy street from that point on either. It, and, the, and the best analogy for that is somebody like me, a guy with a, a GED as the only proof of a certifiable education. Okay. I've had licenses to work uh, 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 genie lifts, forklifts, um, skyjacks during my time that I was working as a um, uh, telecommunications guy uh, in, in the electrical field. I was installing surveillance equipment. I was installing uh, fire alarms. Uh, I was installing security cameras. I did Ethernet. I was the grunt worker that was doing that. And in some cases, I needed a CPR certification. In some of those buildings that I had set up this stuff, I needed um, a Skyjack license or a Lyft license, you know? So I got education on those particular things to an industry. Uh, but just to, to be totally honest with you, those little cards and licenses have expiration dates. So they're completely invalid now because it's been over 12 years, okay? Since I was in that, that industry, since I was in the electrical field, electrical telecommunications to be more specific, okay? So revert this analogy back to the student loan forgiveness uh, plan. People are going to be forgiven for not being able to get out of debt. This is true, but much like a GED, much like having a GED, that will be on record. And, and the person that's being forgiven for this might get a license to work, like in the medical field, might get a certification to work the uh, EKG reader, you know, um, or in the electrical field, might get a license to work a Skyjack. You know, the thing is, is that this is not 100% restoration for the student. The student might be coming out in the clear, but it's not a certifiable 100% uh, easy street from this point on equivalent to somebody that actually paid off his or her debt. So why are they still complaining? My best guess is that there's no reward for it. There's no reward for the student's that don't need forgiveness, okay? 
there there probably should be something in the bill in the or future ed, education department bills rewarding students who don't need forgiveness you know and making that that ruling uh applicable um probably by the way of the refund you know student loan forgiveness is not a refund these students aren't getting their money back they're just getting that debt erased the the debt that's drowning them erased they're not totally in the clear even biden uh even biden has to bow down to the rules of money so this burden that relieves them of their debt in order to recover from the pandemic after the pandemic and move on forward with their lives you know that's really all that it's designed to do for them to move forward with their lives and in doing so the economy gets restored because they're back to being workers they may not get their dream jobs uh the the dream jobs that that is required that this uh this uh this uh, student loan is required that the education is required for but nevertheless they're back to working for a living paying their taxes and then you know getting their tax refund back and all this good stuff and the money circulates all over again the way it's supposed to in accordance to this uh to the system that we have that's the sole reason for something like this even a guy with a GED as the only proof of a certifiable education can see this. So what's the big deal with the opposition? Well, that's just it. They're being an opposition to make a big deal out of it. And that's all that that is. Bottom line, that's all that that is. They don't, they don't they don't have a rewards program for the people that don't need forgiveness. They should have thrown that in there. They should have had a small segment in there referring to the refund policies of, of colleges. They should have had something in there to, to help to make sure that the forgiveness is still just for the student loan people that are drowning while rewarding those who are not. They should have looked into that. They did not. Remember, they did no action. It was the the bills were introduced in Congress uh, to authorize this, but no action was taken. Okay, they didn't even bother looking into this, and now all of a sudden they care. Okay, it's just downright stupid. Okay, I lost my place as to where I was going to go with next, but you get the idea. You get the idea. As sure as I'm bouncing from uh, back and forth in this uh, in this article um, and currently using my examples on all this other stuff uh, to it. Um, so... That's the long and the short of it. The ins and the outs, even with my testimony, uh, third-person testimony, this program is necessary to help over 40 million eligible Americans 
struggling under the burden of student loan debt, recover from the pandemic, and move forward with their lives. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Um, guys, I really, really see nothing but another reason to vote against the opposition in the upcoming elections two years from now, okay? It just makes sense. It just doesn't make sense to try to keep bipartisanship. It does not make sense to try to keep uh, um, going on with this old version of democracy when it's just being nothing but a pain in the ass to everybody, okay? Uh, even guys like me who don't even need the student loan uh, forgiveness. I don't need it. I'm not a student. I never have been. I'm not a college boy. I never have been. I don't know this world. I don't know it. I'm a worker. Labor worker turned Uber driver. Um, I've never needed to go to college for a degree. But I see the crap that they're going through. I see the high interest rates, the high income, the high costs of living. And I see all of that taking a toll on all of us. Not just not just uh, them, but on all of us. However, with the students uh, um, included, you know, they're a part of us. That's what I see. Their struggles, their debts, their drowning in debts suffering through these high costs of living that makes them one of us that makes them one of me you know the college boy the college girl trying to get some kind of degree to make a big career uh, you can't blame them for that but all I see all I used to see out of them was just the next rideshare driver that doesn't know how to behave himself or think that he's all that, he or she is all that because they made it to an executive level and start acting like a bunch of douchebags. That's really all that I could see out of them up until now. Up until now, where we're looking at them in need of, of uh, keeping from drowning and you know they're not going to be able to make it to an executive position. You know, it's not etched in stone. It's not even in a bill. But as a guy like me that was told, get your GED, get your GED. It's the equivalent of high school and you'll be okay. You know, I can honestly tell you that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> the only thing it guaranteed me was a job in manual labor where I dealt with dropouts no differently than the occasional uh, guy with an actual uh, education degree. Occasionally I'd, I'd work in, a, in, a, in an area with somebody that had a... Um, in uh, a medical degree or an accountant's degree or a business degree but there they were landscaping along with me because of some stipulation or whatever uh, or because the company that they were looking for wasn't hiring yet or they got job layoffs or furloughed and there they were uh, running electric cable and electric telecom uh, cat 5 cat 6 in the walls above the ceilings of some business organization, you know, sitting on a ladder on the other end of the uh, conduit, pulling the string that pulls the wire through while I fed it through into the conduit, 
Um, they were there, there they were alongside me, alongside me and the dropout, you know, alongside me and the, edu uh, the, the migrant that didn't have an education because he still has trouble speaking American English. You know, there we all were. <laughs> it was at that level where I could see us as the same. But now more than ever, I could see us equals. Um, these guys are drowning in debt. And these uh, loan offices with their debt crap, fees and unnecessary fines, you know, they're getting away with it. Because they, the students signed on the dotted line. And that so far, that's all that these conservative judges, these so-called defenders of American conservatives, that's all that they're looking at. That's all that they want to look at. They're refusing any kind of emergency appeals. They're refusing to uh, look at uh, look at it through Congress, you know, who are taking no action whatsoever. You know, twice in a year they've rejected Biden's uh, uh, request for the regulatory powers, and uh, all of this is BS. Their actions is total BS. At the end, they say Biden's plan could harm them. It could harm them, which again, it's total BS. The only thing that they're doing is stopping loan offices from being uh, an insufferable, constant calling douchebags. That's all that this forgiveness thing is doing. And that's not hurting anybody. That's just keeping guys from being douchebags legally and in the name of the economy, in the name of profits, in the name of conservative patriotism, defending America, bullshit, okay? <laughs> Bull crap. That's all that this is doing. That's all that this opposition to the student loan forgiveness is doing. There is no harm out of this. You know, student loan offices won't be able to harass and, and uh, partially incite, uh, uh, instigate threats uh, in their collection calls. You know, that's the big deal. That's what the opposition is. Yeah, and they'll, they'll claim the economic this and economic that and uh, policies in progress of Congress this and, and uh, non-executive orders that. You know, they'll claim that it, that it might not be legal to interfere with what the contract says because the student signed on the dotted line. You know, they'll say all that crap. They'll throw in all these freaking reasons why uh, the student loan forgiveness plan should not be passed. But none of it, none of, none of that opposition is a solution to the program that is necessary to help over 40 million eligible uh, Americans struggling under the burden of student loan debt, recovering from the pandemic, and moving forward with their lives. And they'll claim, well, once again, it's not fair for those of those that, uh, that didn't have to seek forgiveness. True. But seeing as how this bill, well, no, it's not true. It's just inaccurate. Because this bill doesn't concern 
those that did not need forgiveness. It's only focused on the 40 million, over 40 million, the 40 million plus that needs forgiveness. That's all that this, this bill is. Now, if they want to do something for the people to reward, heck yeah. But don't stall this plan. Don't stall this plan that is a part of the re economic recovery. It's a small part. But it's over 40 million people concerning $400 billion of debt. It's a small part of the economic rest restoration. You know? But it doesn't exclude anything concerning bills that reward students who don't need forgiveness. So let it pass. Let it pass and then Congress and the executive order and the, and, uh, uh, the rep representatives, let them go back into doing their damn jobs and trying to find a bill to reward those students who don't need forgiveness. You know, let them take it easy on their taxes or something somewhere down the line after they've graduated or after they've paid it off. It works the same with Social Security. I'm listening to a lot of people who are close to being very eligible of it. I'm listening to a lot of people who are very close to being eligible should they retire after 65. I'm listening to people give all of these options that they're trying to shoot for. But despite the fact that the government or the state could interfere with it and say eligibility isn't until X amount of progress is done or, or, or this brand new age limit. You see? So they've got their fingers crossed. I've got my fingers crossed for them. Uh, but if it all goes well, if, if, if the politicians could stop messing with the Social Security, those that are retiring could actually... Uh, have what they need by getting what they want, which in effect is what they need, you know, especially when it comes to retiring. Now, using that very same uh, process and, and situation to the educational section with the uh, the bill so far that isn't, isn't even conjured up because right now they're looking at smashing down the student loan forgiveness bill, you know, there are rewards that could be made for those that have never needed forgiveness, who refuse to forgive or decide to go on some plan other than the student loan forgiveness plan. And, and, and these, these politicians, these state attorneys, these congressmen and women, and these worthless Supreme Court judges, you know, None of them are looking into this. They're only looking into smashing and knocking down uh, other thing, anything and everything that they think could be harmful, that they say isn't fair. You guys are in power. Make things fair. You guys are in power. You guys are in ruling. Make it fair. Do your damn jobs. Analyze the situation and look at different avenues and shit. But don't, don't start with this, stop with this crap right here. Questioning its legality. Well, the student signed on the dot. 
this whole bullshit about um, about rejecting it twice uh, because of the simple fact that it's some uh, Democrat president or any, or any president, any administration's regulatory powers. Oops, excuse me. Despite, especially when the simple fact that this current administration's regulatory powers, the evictions ban, the vaccine mandates, the student forgiveness for veterans. Okay, and now the, the uh, um, student loan forgiveness plan. Everything is falling into place. Everything is res restoring itself. Okay. You know, the economy is restoring itself with every single one of these plans. Despite the fact that some, it could be stronger, it could be weaker, it could be this, it could be that. That's irrelevant. We got a president and an administration that's doing things. It's irrelevant as to whether or not it saves the day. Okay? It's irrelevant as to whether or not it's the one clean shot, one in a million shot that wins uh, or whatever. Okay? It's irrelevant. We've got somebody up there right now that we voted for to do his job and work, work for his country, who is working for his country. He's doing, and, and it's all on actual serious threats as well. The COVID vaccination, the student debts, the evictions bans, all actual shit, and not falling for some babbling bullcrap like what my state's governor is doing, saying there's an invasion of migrants. It's an invasion. You know, we got a president and an administration that's actually working for a fucking living and is actually doing everything for us the way we need them to in order to restore and revitalize and, 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 and recover economically. Let him do his job. You know, and, and if we can't, Stop this bullcrap right now. I'm going to, you, you're in luck because I'm going to be here uh, uh, until I'm dead reminding you why we should vote for anybody and everybody that backs up an administration that actually serves his country as a, as a presidential, as a president, as a politician, as a political leader. You're in luck. I'm going to be here for you on that. This babbling bullcrap, it's got to stop. It's just, it just has to stop. This bullcrap where nothing was paid attention to until closer and closer to the deadline where Biden can actually get away with making it a rule or a law or whatever. This bullcrap where nobody does anything until the last minute. Now, all of a sudden... They're concerned about uh, uh, an act of Congress. Now, all of a sudden, they're concerned about uh, executive orders. Now, all of a sudden, they're worried that it might harm them. It might do more harm than good. When in all this time, they weren't doing anything. It was it was something... That, that part right there is so much bullcrap. As sure as throughout the past two years, they weren't even looking at it. No action was taken. That part right there that it could be more harmful than anything is so much bullshit. As sure as twice last year, the court's conservatives rejected it. Okay? It is 100% bullshit. And we got to remind ourselves this every single time.
every single time you're going to get somebody like me that's going to be bringing it up. Okay? This BS and all this stuff. Now, none of this has anything to do with Texas, despite the fact that I've used my Lone Star State immigration uh, issues as an example. But, um, and, and the reason why I say that is because I'm usually sticking to the BS that's going on uh, from, a, from a Lone Star State uh, uh, powers uh, and moves and tactics. From the Lone Star State tactics, uh, maneuvers, and all this other crap that's going on. All the BS that they're doing uh, here on, on this side of the U.S. Um, so I have to, I had to, but I had to come to this particular uh, student loan forgiveness plan uh, because of the simple fact that it is BS. I had, I had to, this is another reason why I'm saying here in Texas, I'm encouraging everybody to vote for anybody that's backing up the current administration, okay? The current administration that's doing all of these things to uh, to make America function again, for crying out loud, as well as recover economically, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just uh, a bunch of BS um, that's going on with this opposition to one part of uh, economic restoration, and um, that's that's the reason for coming out here and pointing all these things out with this one particular article. I'm sure there are other guys that have made uh, or are looking at it through different venues and stuff like that. Uh, kind of like the way I'm doing right now. Um, but, um, you know, using my testimony and my uh, my state as an example of, of the BS through analogies and stuff. Um but I, I want to encourage everybody out there to do the same. If you're seeing this BS that's going on and you've got a voice that you need to let out, let it out. You know, let it out. Get yourself a podcast, you know, post your stuff and then and then tell anybody and everybody that will share this information with all of you, you know, uh, uh, that will share this information with all of them, you know, you that's got the voice. Um, I'm branching out to everybody that, that sees the crap that I'm looking at also, you know, and I'm listening to what they, they have to say as well. You know, this David Savage, I think I remember him from, uh, an NPR interview as well. Uh, not just his, uh, latimes.com, uh, uh, posts. I'm, I'm almost positive that I've read his articles left and right. Uh, no differently than the articles that I'm reading you know, every lunch break, every coffee break, every, you know, um, every time that I come home and, and read something before going to bed, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's the long and the short of it. Uh, stay true out there. Share the information. Share the people that's broadcasting the information. Uh, share your points of view. And if you could, because it also helps people like me connect the dots share what's going on on your neck of the woods um because uh, there would have been no way that i would have uh been able to say what i'm saying right now if i hadn't found, if i hadn't uh been exposed to what's going on in iowa over in washington over in seattle over in california
you know, over at, um, well, and, and all the other places that like, uh, um, I think it's in Alabama where the liberal redneck, he posts his, his posts. He's either in Alabama or Georgia. I can't remember which one yet. Um, but I, I'll, I'll come back and I'll, you know, I'll share the information as well. You know, that's the title he goes by the liberal redneck, you know, and I'm getting opinions from him. I'm getting Bo of the fifth column, the young Turks, everything that the Dolomores are saying. I shouldn't say Mr. And Mrs. Dolomore, despite the fact that they're using their original birth names, Dolomore and Brittany page, um, um, Brian Tyler Cohen, you know, um, Ring of Fire, all of those people, uh, Damage Report, you know, even a even Axios gets them pretty good from time to time. Axios and uh, and uh, the the ones that are China in focus, you know, when talking about all the crap that's going on in China, um, and and they don't just keep it at that. They go on, you know, they go on to other stuff. W I O N, I think it's called Wyan. I'm not sure, uh, Wyan, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's. You know, all these people are, are fantastic with dropping the uh, the the information on me, um, and I highly recommend all of you follow them as well. Whether you agree to the certain things or not, there's certain, and I'm not going to uh, point them out, but I'm, I will say that there's certain extremes that everybody goes through at certain times um, that make me, you know, have to come back to them later when I'm in the mood for their outrageousness and their yellings and their actor portrayals and all this other stuff and, and their, uh, curses and all that. And I don't blame anybody who, who, you know, you know, puts me on pause and comes back to me at a later time, anytime that I'm flipping out over some kind of BS that's, that's revealed and I have to vent it out and all this stuff. I do have to vent it out. That's the sole reason for me having a podcast. Otherwise I probably would be the next douchebag shooting up a public place uh, which I really don't want to be yet. <laughs> uh, much like a person that, um, much like a person that goes through suicidal tendencies on a technical level, if there's multiple attempts on a technical level, it's a guy that does not want to die to begin with. Um, same thing with shooting people. If you have no intention, if you really have the intention of defending yourself, you really don't have an intention of going out to kill people. Okay. To commit murder. That was not your original intent. You know. Uh, certain cases like loonies. And, 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 and just plain assholes. People of hate. Is what I'm referring to. They might be an exception. But for the most part. You know. Gun owners don't necessarily think. Man. I want to kill a lot of people with this gun. You know. Nobody's really thinking that. You all know that. Okay. So I'm up to my last five minutes. And I'm going to try to stop right now. Uh, I got the signal telling me that. Um. Where a segment is close to 60 minutes and I got to keep an eye on the clock. So uh, I am keeping an eye on it. I'm going to say take care of yourselves. Um, remember to vote for anybody and everybody that is going with the current administration. Because it's the current administration and only the current administration that's actually doing something. That's actually doing stuff to better our economy. To better our uh, our country is what I meant to say. Uh, Y'all take care. Y'all take it easy. This is Chris with Chris's Comments, a show of common sense on common grounds, no matter what the subject, signing out.